Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is run by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is ZFM Sport on a Tuesday. The team is here, Alex Bunjira, Chris Meadzi. My name is Barry Manandi and our producer is Sean Tafirenyika. On the home front today, Caps United coach Lloyd Chitembwe had a horror show this season, fighting relegation all season, but he believes their two-all draw against champions FC Platinum on Sunday proved what the green machine is capable. In our Formula One report, uh, proudly brought to you by Zimoko, former Formula One world champion Nico Rosberg says it will be, quote, so difficult for Mercedes and Ferrari to challenge Red Bull at the front of the Formula one grid next season in around the world in 60 we have updates from australia new zealand and the united states in the beautiful game which is in the second half of the show kickoff is on the continent where mamelodi sundowns defender grant kikana says he and his teammates are looking to bounce back against marisburg united following their mtn8 semi-final elimination that's resulted in some musical chairs in their technical department <laughs> being a tuesday we're going to head to france where psg have denied that the alleged leaked details of Kylian Mbappe's contract are true and are reportedly threatening legal action over the situation. And the UEFA Champions League returns for match day five, where Juventus manager Massimiliano Allegri says he has not given up on qualifying for the last 16 as his side visit Benfica in Group H. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. All right. Don't forget that the show is available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search for ZFM Sport. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. That's ZFM Sport on wherever you get your podcasts. We're giving you a local sports news roundup. Well, Chris is going to uh, do that momentarily. We've got some athletics news and handball news. But first, some netball news. Over to Chris. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Start off with some netball news where the Premier Netball League has postponed their matches that were scheduled for this weekend to early November. The games are now expected to take place next weekend. Premier Netball League chairperson Sarud Zai Chapo said with a number of teams having outstanding matches, the games will be played over two days so that they conclude their 2022 season. In athletics news, Zimbabwe's marathon holder, record holder Isaac Mpofu, has been named competition ambassador for the Binga Kasam 
Mbabezi marathon set for Saturday. The 34-year-old long-distance runner who shattered Zimbabwe's eight-year record with a stellar performance at the World Athletics Championships in the United States of America to finish in the top 10 of the men's marathon in July. Headlines the top of the athletes for the Binga meet. And we'll finish off with some handball news. Under-20 Zimbabwe coach Cephas Mushati has saluted his side after they were crowned the International Handball Federation Trophy Zone 6 champions at Chitungu's Aquatic Complex over the weekends. This means that they're through to the Africa Championships to be held in Togo. Going into the tournament, Mushati said they were targeting to improve their performance having finished fourth in the previous edition so he's very pleased that they won the tournament outright. Barry, this tournament started a bit uh, disorganized, if yeah, you can say yeah, that. It is, yeah. But it's turned out well for us as the host nation as we managed to come out champions here. Indeed, and uh, listen, uh, kudos to Zimbabwe. Uh, and the hope is that this kicks uh, kicks us on uh, to greater heights and uh, things. Yeah, it's a regional tournament, uh, but it can only be onwards and upwards from here. Handball is a sort of sport that, um, yes, still has some technical ability, uh, but it can be learned. And I hope uh, that we're going to work towards becoming a powerhouse in handball because the possibility is there. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Makepula, are you there? Right, we're talking about Caps United now. Their coach, Lloyd Chitembwe, had a horror show this season, fighting relegation all season. Uh, but he believes their two-all draw against champions FC Platinum on Sunday proved what the green of what the green, green machine is capable. Uh, Chitembwe believes they learned some good lessons this season, which will help them in the coming one. So, uh, Lloyd Chitembwe declaring that uh, the green machine is on a positive de- trajectory, particularly after fighting back from two goals down against FC Platinum on Sunday to a result of two apiece. And uh, Alois, you got to say to yourself, yes, looking at the season as a whole, it wasn't great, but when you look at it in a microcosm and look at Sunday's performance, certainly in that second half, uh, there's some green shoots of positivity there. Yeah, uh positivity too late uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, if you ask me yeah this uh, this season it's not like it's the first time that they've shown some great results over the over the season they have posted some uh, some very uh, very favorable results as well just like this one you know I, I wouldn't want to say that it's a positive trajectory going where that's my question going where <laughs> does that mean that they are going back into the next season uh, with the, in this trajectory with the same squad yeah. that they had this season I, I wouldn't think I wouldn't want to think so. maybe maybe the coach wants to get it back into the next season with the same squad but if you ask me uh-huh. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't the, uh, so the, I wouldn't take this squad, positive trajectory the, uh, <laughs> the squad yes uh, Chris you gotta uh, say something about the squad uh, but it's also got to do with ensuring that the administration is right because I think a lot of things went wrong yeah. administratively and uh, the administration at Caps United didn't give the players whether they were right or wrong oh, yeah. didn't give the technical team whether right or wrong the best opportunity for success yeah definitely not and I think what's especially um problematic with Caps United is that there's no admission on the part of the owners and the current administrators that you know what we fumbled, we made a mistake and this is what we're doing to correct it. I think the only sort of 
gesture or movement in that regard was bringing in Charlie Jones. But that doesn't seem to have changed much in terms of their fortunes, in terms of any sort of sponsorship dollars coming into Caps United. So first, I think there needs to be admission, whether they do it internally or come out and actually say it, that you know what, we have not given this team the best start. No. Instead, what did Caps United do? They blamed the coach at one point, blamed the players at one point. So it doesn't really work. I think they need to get serious about the administration. It's not okay to just call yourself Caps United and the you know one of the biggest clubs in the country. Your administration needs to show yeah. that you're one of the biggest clubs in the country because that is what powers everything that then happens on the field. Players are professionals as well and they need the best start that they can get mm. in terms of the administration. I, I want to double click on what you what you just said and, and Chris has spoken uh, great about the administration and uh, how they need to sort out their model. Uh, but I want to double click on the issue of the squad. What's your issue with the playing squad, uh, given that there are a lot of experienced heads around there? If we look at the roster at Caps United, uh, s- certainly in in uh, in any other team, uh, how mine, for instance, well, not how mine, <laughs> Wawa would would salivate at having the sort of talent uh, that Caps United has. So, what's your issue with the squad? Uh, my issue with the squad, uh, Barry, right now is. When you talk about trajectory, that's what I was saying. When you say trajectory, it means that you're looking into the future. Mm. You know, you are thinking, you know what, next season we're going to give it another go with these guys. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I think, uh, like we said, the administration, is, it was really, really bad this season. So the club needs a complete overhaul. The way things are done, even the recruitment of, of the players, is something with the with the team next door as well. Mm. The, the recruitment is is not supposed to be like that, you know. We, they sh- they sh- it should be something better, you know. I remember they, it, it it ended up being a situation of trying to f- just find who is available to come to come to the team. I, I, you can you can do things that way. They need to start preparing, starting to get players, a mixture of youth. You know, sometimes you want cash injection through. You see, what 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 when you say we, we've got a club uh, buried, mm-hmm. the, the, the the assets of a of a club is the players. Yeah, yeah. The, those are the, yeah. the those are the assets. So when you look at your roster, do you one by one, do you have an asset? Are those assets for the for the club? So for me, they need to rewind and go back and start investing in players who are assets for the club that can deliver but at the same time the assets for the club you can actually count that we've got so, such and such and such well, I, I wouldn't want to go back and say FC Platinum doing that they have gone back to actually do the correct thing they now have assets while they are winning yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think when you're taking a look at Caps United first of all if you're a player and there's something that you said um, when Caps United started playing better which is that sometimes players play better not necessarily because they believe in the badge but because they're looking at you know what next season I think I want to be in a better place and I think a lot of Caps United are taking a look at that to say you know what I need to play my absolute best because there's got to be someone out at Simba Bora at wherever who's taking a look at me saying you know what I need that playing personnel so for me the club has not given anyone club is like any employer 
you've got to give someone a reason to stay. Yeah. And right now at Caps United, do players have a reason to stay? Yeah, yeah. My answer, my humble opinion, is that there's very little to play for. The yeah. belief in that badge is no longer what it used to be because of that poor administration that we spoke about. So when you're talking about next year's trajectory, like you were saying, Alois, I don't think that they can realistically rely on their personnel and I'm not even sure what the contracts look like because when these players like when FC Platinum offloaded some players and some went to Caps United we didn't hear about any sort of lengthy contracts that have been, that had been um, signed with those players mm-hmm. likelihood is it's the usual situation in our football one where it's year one year contract yeah. so if yeah. it's a one year contract or one season or whatever the, the so signature there's no was there's yeah. no trajectory and so uh, the trajectory Deloitte <laughs> Tempo is talking about the studio team believes is non existent. Chitembo is a coach who aims high, plus he has a team that can match any team in the Premiership if they are financially stable. Yes, that is a message uh, from 433. You don't give us uh, your uh, name, but you sent through your message most definitely. Uh, This message uh, comes from, again, you don't give us your name. Please uh, let us know who you are and where you're writing from, but your last three digits are 724. Um, Hi guys, uh, how are you? Chitembo is a better coach uh, than Diraya because Lodza uh, saved caps from relegation under very difficult conditions. Uh, the team was broke, but we did well. But Diraya, with a healthy sponsorship and a better squad, he failed. How can we say that Diraya failed? Would be my question when he's likely to finish in either second or third in the league. I don't think that uh, to say that uh, Tundra and Diraya failed is actually correct. I don't think he <laughs> no, failed. He may nice. have failed to take the championship, but he didn't Also, fail. it's a bit of an unfair comparison between and besides, failure, what? It's, it, it's, it's the Dynamo's fans that are, are, are hungry for success. Yeah. They have been mm-hmm. tested success for a long time, so they're desperate for success. So now they think number two is failure. Mm. How can number two be a failure? Honestly, honestly it's, it's, it's it's, it, that's a positive trajectory yes, because yeah. the only uh, to improve upon this result or end of the season next season means the Dynamos will be champions uh, good evening to uh, ZFM Sport my question to Lord Zajitemwe is how can you expect different results with the same lot which performed dismally the whole uh, season so that's the question again uh, I, I think there's the to be fair on, on, on the players it's difficult to, to, to be up for a game when you have so many other things that you're trying to think Zara, of let's call it what it is guys Zara, it's hard so uh, I'm not going to be too hard on the on the Caps United players, but certainly, yeah, there comes a point whereby professionalism kicks in, kicks in. But there's also a, a point where professionalism ends when the club isn't giving you anything back when you are giving it uh, seemingly what you ought to. Now, former Caps United coach Mark Mate has backed his successor and former dugout colleague Lloyd Tembwe to take the Green Machine back to the top in the domestic premiership. Mate, who was part of the technical team led by Chitembwe uh, when Makepe Kepe won the 26. 20- 16th Premiership title and progressed to the mini-league of the CAF Champions League the following year. Belize, the Green Machine, have the capacity to spring back after surviving tough challenges in the current campaign. Those are the thoughts of Mark Mate believing, and I think that Mark is generally a positive guy, uh, and he's he's believing in uh, positivity around Caps United, but I believe that positivity has got to be backed by the administration that also says we are on board and we want to see this thing go forward. Um, where did it all unravel 
in your view, you talked about the players and talked about them at length, Alois. But where did it unravel for Caps United? Uh, for me, I think uh, this this has been something that has been brewing over some time. Yeah. You know, it has been brewing over some time. At some point, you know, you know, sometimes the shooting in the dark. Sometimes you hit the target. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. in most cases, you might just miss. You know. So I, 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 <laughs> yes, I, I think that's a fair analogy <laughs> because when you're shooting in the dark, you're not going to miss all the time. Yeah, you don't miss all the time. So sometimes you know yeah. But we, the, the club needs to go back, revamp, and start doing things the right way. You cannot have a situation whereby you 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 you, you are looking to get a player that has been offloaded by FC Platinum, offloaded yeah, by. Yeah. Yeah. Ireland, as you're trying to knit a team together, escapes United. You know, you, you, you that, that that badge. You need, you need almost half of the club. Yeah, but you again, them. you're you going need, you're you going back it. to the playing stuff. You're going back to the composition I'm, I'm, of, of, the, I'm, I'm of the biological I'm assets. Going, I'm going but uh, where did it go wrong? It, it went wrong because of that. The recruitment was not good. And at the same time, the administration is bad. It's a combination. It does, that's a combination. Recruitment well, is run by the administrators, right? With, 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 obviously, with the, with the technical team as well. Yeah, sure. The, the recruitment, they, they, they're, they're not the right players to... Uh, I, I was saying, you build an asset uh-huh. as a club. You also build an asset. At the same time, you want players that will play for you. You don't just want uh, a team of joinings, a joinings, a team. Or don't want to get in the boys every season, next season. Now, what are we going to do Patrick. this? Week? Yeah, next season, we're going to do this. Like... Chris said it. Our men are going to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this trajectory that we have, our men are going to stay. We're going to do... So, I, I understand where Mark my, my, Mata is coming from. He's a generalized nice guy, like you say. Yeah, yeah. He won't say anything negative. We all agree that Lloyd Chitembo is a very good He's coach. a very good coach. Yeah. But then, they, he needs to be supported yeah. by a very good administration and he needs to be as, uh, uh, supported by a very good system that actually looks into... Uh, what are we going to do in two, three years' time? Are we building towards that while we are winning? What are we going to be doing next? And are we going to be having a case injection from the assets that we have got okay. at the same time? So if we are not going to be doing that, we are not running. So, so w- while Alice is talking about the biological assets, I want to come to you, Chris. But before that, let me read this message. It says, I, I listened to the sports show to hear Chris Gray's voice. Oh, yes, wow. Barry, she's got a hot voice. I'm, I'm reading that. It literally reading <laughs> Thinking of shooting my shot, but rejecting is painful so here brother I'm going to do this one for you I'm going to do you a solid I'm going to go to Chris now and Chris is going to say <laughs> something okay uh, Alois is talking about the biological assets mm-hmm. at, at Caps United saying that they don't have any because uh, of old legs uh, rejected players from other teams I've seen mm-hmm. a, a bunch of rejects come together and actually do uh, quite a but job they this team just, uh, just like <laughs> no, at, at Leicester Leicester yeah. City was supposedly a bunch of rejects that went on and won the championship uh, so my Very, question to you. But they, how much money do they get from those those players? Uh, they, because those rejects were not were, were, were marketable. In the end, those, after, those, after, 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 wait, after, yeah, after, yeah, after yeah, Ranieri the, the won the championship, the market, then yeah, they were marketable. But imagine That's, if, imagine if, 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 if uh, what, what do you call, uh, then Morgan, or yeah, who yeah. was... Uh, Where's Morgan? Yeah, ah, no, let's let's get somebody who was who, who went who was who was bought who was bought Maris Maris. Yeah. Let's say Maris was 31 years old when they won the championship. <laughs> it would be a problem. Do you think? Okay, shorten the question. Do you think that Lloyd Stenberg stays? 
because he's also an asset from, from the who, club. From whose perspective? From the club's perspective? From 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 well, okay, from the club. I don't think I don't think the club has I don't think the club has has any choice. I think the club is going to keep him because he's managed to hold this thing together, and also he's uh, he understands the dynamics of yeah. it from a Lloyd perspective. Does he stay? Hell no. He bounces. I, I think Lloyd Chitembe, for me, you know what? The fact that he was able to put this Molly bunch together mm. to and, play and play football when they're not receiving their salaries. These are disgruntled players yeah. who have had the owner of the club lay the blame on them for yeah. non-performance. And you're the head coach and you managed to convince this th- th- this motley crew yeah. that you know what let's keep it together let's ensure we get out of the relegation let's zone survive, yeah. first of all he deserves an award just for that <laughs> I agree but also if I was Lloyd Chitembe for the sake of my own reputation and where I go from here I would not go back to this Caps United unless I saw real money okay. and real investment and real most importantly administration being cleaned up yeah, that's I not just would, money. No, no, not just the money. The administration is the key part. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, if I was Loichi Timber, I wouldn't go back to that. Well, the administration, I think they've tried to already solve by bringing in Charlie Jones. Charlie Jones, who now interfaces more and runs the club as a whole uh, through his office as CEO. So that little piece seems to have been solved. Uh, but now what I think they're waiting for is to see what the financial model of Caps United going forward uh, will be. Now, Caps United face Chicken Inn, Ulayo Chiefs and Dynamos in their final three games. Wow, Oof. they end with a Harare <laughs> derby. My goodness, it was written in the stars, wasn't it? All right, we've got our Zamoko Formula One report coming up next. And then uh, later on, we'll be diving into the beautiful game. Send your messages and keep them coming through. We'll be having a fan zone and we'll be able to read more of your messages. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One Report. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Last week we talked about the Mercedes-Benz GLA model. This week we add a bit of more luxury and size to the range as we discuss the new Mercedes-Benz GLB. Compact in design but not short on features. The GLB is rugged in all the right places. Modern and striking looks add to its design appeal and all are priced to please. Ample room and ground clearance will make will take you to new places or make old favorite roads feel fresh. Carry up to six of your friends or make it easy work of the weekend chores. Power along effortlessly with the efficient 2.0 liter inline four engines two twin scroll turbo pumping up power to 221 horsepower for quicker takeoffs, passing and climbing. The clever dual clutch eight speed can be an easy going automatic or paddle shifted for some extra fun. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. 
All right, on to our Formula One report. Now, former former Formula One world champion Nico Rosberg says it will be so difficult for Mercedes and Ferrari to challenge Red Bull at the front of the Formula One grid next season. Red Bull confirmed the addition of the Constructors' Championship to Max Verstappen's uh, second successive driver's title as the Dutchman won the United States Grand Prix and will undoubtedly go into the 2023 as the team to beat. Let's hear from Nico Rosberg. Red Bull is the dominant force at the moment in the way that Mercedes was in all these past years. Um, securing that Constructors Championship as well so early on. Um, having such a dominant team in every in every area at the moment also, just as Mercedes had. Uh, they have the car, they have the development rate during a season, um, reliability now. They have the driver uh, who is the best or equal, or equal best in F1 at the moment. Um, they have the strategy, you know, always nailing it all the time. So it's just all coming together in an incredible way. The engine uh, seems to be awesome too by now. Um, so it's it's definitely in, in, a, in a period now where it's going to be so difficult for any other team to come close again within the next, even next year at the moment, the way it's going, you know, because they have such a momentum. So uh, it's going to be really tough for Ferrari or even Mercedes to get closer there. But for Mercedes, I mean, the Achilles heel is that straight line pace. I mean, my goodness, are they slow on a straight, you know, compared to especially Red Bull. I really hope they manage to find this, the secret there to, to unlock some pace down the straights. And Nico Rosberg uh, talking about the fact that uh, the other teams have got to find the secret sauce, as it were, uh, that Red Bull has discovered, especially in the straight line speed. But beyond that, I think uh, Red Bull has almost had a convergence, almost providence uh, when it comes to strategy, when mm. it comes to just luck. When they need a safety car, one appears. Oh, magically. Yeah. oh yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just been that good for them. And some, sometimes you're just on a hot streak. And I- seems that way it, it really is the combination of those factors the fact that their car absolutely firing their strategy on point mm-hmm. and on. then there's just this touch of luck that Gold they dust. have yeah. consistently race in race out and it's I think it's it's something that'll happen for them this season. I think the other teams have been failing to pull together. I think for Mercedes, everything has gone wrong. At some point, it's strategy. At some mm. point, it's the car. Yep. Ferrari, more of, I think, the strategy letting them down. And I'm not sure what needs to change there, potentially the team principle, because Ferrari had the car, mm. but consistently making race errors in terms of yep. that strategy. And then reliability And then driver issue, yeah. errors as well, yeah. consistently. So... The, it, it was an error season for Ferrari, so they're definitely not catching up. Mercedes, just that tractor. There's no strategy you can yeah, come up yeah, with yeah. that's, that's going to work for that tractor. And Red Bull have everything going for them at the moment. Also, they have a brilliant um, driver one day who is making sure that he always pulls it together. I think in some situations, yeah, we, we don't like to, especially me, mm. mention the fact that Max Verstappen is actually a brilliant He's driver. He's a great driver, yeah. So I think that it's it's all working in Red Bull's um, favour this season. You're 100% correct because you look at the USA, uh, United States Grand Prix, um, Lewis Hamilton leading the race mm. and what does uh, Max Verstappen get or have in his back pocket. He's got the death of Dietrich Mateschitz, who was a founder of uh, Red Bull. So he has a reason and a cause to win the race. And you could see that there was something extra yeah. that he got out of that car to to ultimately cause uh, Lewis Hamilton to end second and Max Verstappen to win the race. So everything seems to be happening for Red Bull. However, the cost cap saga is one to watch because they breached the cost cap uh, in terms of their spending, did Red Bull. Uh, so it'll be interesting how they 
FIA handles that and if oh. there is any if there are any restrictions to their spending that could be the the um, the added boost or the secret that uh, the other teams can take advantage of albeit uh, that it's a, it's a uh, it's I mean, a long shot potentially exactly it's a long shot i think the the problem with the FIA is first of all you know, for the fastest sport in the world, they have the slowest decision-making ever. <laughs> yes, so who knows when the, the actual decision is going to be made around this and potentially when Red Bull could face a ramification. <laughs> exactly. Max Verstappen is champion, of course, uh, in this Formula One season. Red Bull are the constructors are champions. Uh, let's give you a bit more Zamoko news about the GLB uh, before we dive into Around the World in 60. Don't forget that the next Formula One race is Mexico City Grand Prix on Sunday, I like to call it the stadium circuit because it goes through that stadium. Z. Now, Mercedes-Benz Luxury comes standard on the inside with its dual 7-inch screens, vividly present instruments and multimedia. The central display is a touchscreen, so it's easy to change settings and customize themes. Suit your state of mind or create a new atmosphere anytime with in-cabin LED ambient lighting that creates soothing themes as you cycle through the color options. Uh, The Mercedes-Benz user experience, that's the MBUX that we always talk about, is your own in-car personal assistant. Just say what you want and your wish is literally your GLB's command. There are also three touch interfaces, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and available gesture control uh, so you and you can wave your hands about and change the track or change the entire playlist for all the information on the new mercedes benz glb contact the sales team at zamoko on inquiries at zamoko.co.zw to learn the full feature list on this exciting suv model zamoko specialized service for special brands the formula one report is proudly brought to you by zimoko the home of f1 brands mercedes-benz and alfa romeo in zimbabwe zimoko specialized service for special brands hi you're listening to zfm sport my name is graham sharp and i'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the dakar rally in a bike z around the world in 60 seconds international sports news we took off in Australia where Marcus Stoinis smashed an unbeaten 59 as defending champions Australia hammered Sri Lanka by seven wickets in a key Super 12 match at the T20 World Cup. Chasing 158 for victory, the host depended on Stoinis' 18-ball knock to achieve their target with 21 balls to spare in Perth and bounce back from their opening loss to New Zealand. Head over to New Zealand where All Blacks legend John Kerwin rates New Zealand try machine Portia Woodman as one of the greatest wings in rugby after her eye-catching exploits in the Women's World Cup. Woodman has scored five tries in the tournament with her block-busting runs for the hosts who face Wales in a quarterfinal in Vongre on Saturday. And we'll touch down in the United States where quarterback Justin Fields impressed as the Chicago Bears ended a three-game losing run with a 33-14 win over the New England Patriots. Fields threw one touchdown pass and ran for another score, finishing with 179 passing yards and 82 running yards. The Patriots who are bottom of the AFC East with three wins and four defeats face the New York Jets on Sunday while the Bears, who also have three wins and four defeats, play the Dallas Cowboys. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 
0731-168-045. That's our number right here in the studio. Send your messages through. Uh, this one says, Zola Anuzia Zuruguiti, Mr. Jere, Nevamuvake, Vauraya team. I think Nyasham Shepi and Gatore team. Omanya, Nana Zola, Iwawa. Thanks. Okay, so you reckon that, uh, uh, Alois, are you in for an administrative post at uh, Caption Island? They, they certainly seem like they want you. He laughs. I've been there before. It's, it's a club that is uh, that is uh, very very much in my heart. You know, I love the club uh, so much. And uh, uh, if this uh, is okay, stuff people say politely yes. before they no. say no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I would. I would, I would, I would take uh, an administrative, uh, okay, administrative right. post at Caps United, no, cool. but only, only if uh, things are different. Okay, we're not going to ask what you mean by well, if things are different. Knows. I think everybody knows exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Do me in Pumula South, Obulawaya says, "Evening, guys. As a Boso fan, I'm happy with what Mapeza has done for FC Platinum, bringing in the young stars, and uh, happy for the goalkeeper who has managed to keep his place, even though he was uh, the second choice." My question is that we have seen FC Platinum performing well locally, but why are they failing on the African continent? Discuss, Alois. <laughs> we have said it before, Barry. Remember <laughs> that they, they don't want to bolster their squad to suit the African terrain. That's the only... Yes, Zimbabwe, they will be champions for six, seven, eight more times. But as long as they are not going to be continental, it's going to be very difficult. They need to go in the... We need to see a Nigerian there. We need to see a Congolese. We need to see somebody from Ivory Coast. We need to see those big boys. And we need to see those boys very experienced in Africa playing in those very, very crucial positions. You know, the, the center striker center position. Off, center the center half, the dealing. dealing those yeah. positions. The spine of the team. Yeah, the spine of the club really need people with African... And maybe even a keeper. Actually, they've got the, they've got the, the money. Yeah. They need to go out there and do... I don't know whether... I don't know if it's the coaching staff that don't want uh, to recruit these kind of players or is the... I think you need, you need, you need a scouting want, network to, to be able to yeah. do that. But yeah, but they also, need they're not, that. They're not going to be playing on the continent anyway. Never somebody fair, fair somebody fair, yeah. made sure of that. <laughs> but also, nah, I think I think it, it does them a disservice that they play in our league. I think it's also just the quality that they play against consistently is not good enough quality to sharpen you when you now get onto the continent are you using where the, the level of the game is very, very different. Are you using the French argument? Uh, so teams in Paris Saint-Germain, but one, of the, biggest, one of the biggest... One of the biggest... Yeah, one of the biggest detractions that people say and that has taken Paris Saint-Germain the time that it's taken mm. for them to make a splash in the Champions League is the fact that they play in in league where in essence they can dominate with their eyes closed. Exactly and that's what FC Platinum has been doing. It's not normal for a team to come in and dominate the league for four straight seasons. That's not a normal thing. Yeah. And when you see that, yes you can say yes they're champions, yes we appreciate the work that's been put in. They're a good team in Zimbabwe. Mm. When we now get onto the continent, it's a totally different discussion and there's multiple reasons why the quality of our league is the way it is mm. but it certainly for me does them a disservice yeah so they need to think about uh, the african soldier and of course uh, we all hope that we will sort out our problems before august next year or at least uh, i think it's about june july uh, when the deadline is june i think uh, bef- where the deadline is for us to register a team in the champions league hopefully we would have sorted our problems uh, by that time
Tawanda Matara from ECU says the administration of Caps is killing the club because of their pride. They must sell some shares to corporates. Now, I, I don't think that... You know what? Um, I, 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 I'm, about to, <laughs> I'm about to go into an area that might cause us to have an even longer discussion when we don't oh, have the time. Oh, just do it. it. Just do it. Um, I don't believe that corporates should be necessarily running teams as is the case in Zimbabwe. I think that yeah. the likes of uh, the Zimplats, Mimosas, uh, Simbisas of this world should be sponsoring football clubs mm-hmm. rather than owning them. I think that's that's a bit of a skewed well, I model. Agree, I, agree with, uh, I agree with you 100%. I think it's we good. need to have a full discussion on that on We Wednesday. need to move away from that traditional... We, I think we do, but here's another thing. We've seen that when a sponsor comes in and says, okay, fine, I am backing you with the dollars the, the club can run itself uh, we, we just want to see better performances Yada 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 Does it always work out? Mm, yeah. Does the money go where it's supposed to go? Right. Are these clubs actually willing to be accountable To the fact that there is a sponsor That they need to do well by? Yeah, yeah. Very often that's not the case. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very it's very uh, disheartening that that this is the case when when we don't have now corporates don't trust not trusting exactly the, the administrators. So rather I stop my own team. I, I was also shocked, disappointed rather by the by the I, I heard that uh, there's a there's a corporate that actually donated money to Shisha the new the new boys. Okay, okay. I'm like, Donation. Yeah, don't, 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 it's, 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 why, why are they donating? I, I, because they know I, like they're not going to get their return. Like yeah. I said, donating. <laughs> like I said, that it was it's a it's a, it's a uh, subject that perhaps at some point we'll be able to talk about because I feel that uh, corporates should be coming in as partners to football yes. clubs and, and not necessarily uh, being the owners themselves. Yes, we we see um, uh, corporates investing. Evonik uh, invested in in Borussia Dortmund. Puma owns a stake of Borussia Dortmund as well, uh, but they don't necessarily have full ownership mm. of those clubs so it needs to be uh, sort of balanced and uh, uh, Mike Madoda has reached out from uh, wherever he is on the continent yeah. and has said <laughs> that um, uh, making a splash on the continent takes time guys True. so it took Dynamo's many many years to get to 1998 where they went all the way to the final uh, and just as much Manchester City Paris Saint-Germain it took time for them to make a splash on the continent let's give FC Platinum time what the one thing that they're getting right is they're giving themselves a chance season in season out to be on the continent and correct the things that they're doing let's talk about continental football but we're going to Mzansi your, your hit mu- music station my station your station it's everybody's station Z FM stereo the beating drum the roaring fan Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. All right, so Mamelodi Sundowns in South Africa defender, their defender Grant Kekana uh, says he and his teammates are looking to bounce back against Marisburg United uh, following their MTN 8 semi-final elimination. The Brazilians were humbled 3-0 by Orlando Pirates at the Peter Mokabo uh, Stadium on Saturday, causing a coaching reshuffle. And I, I know they call it a reshuffle, but I think Chris <laughs> put it correctly uh, when she talked about musical chairs because the same three heads are there. However, they now look like this. Rulani Mukwena, 
has been promoted to being sole head coach. Uh, Steve Kompela has moved to being first team coach. And then Mangoba Mniti uh, has been demoted to the role of senior coach, which was the position which was held by Steve Kompela previously. So basically, what they've now do, done is they've clearly demarcated what and who is doing what. Let's see how that goes for Mamelodi Sundowns. But this sort of result, based on the investment, based on what they've done, based on their pedigree, is unacceptable at Sundowns. But let's be honest, guys. They have no divine right to win every match. Orlando Pirates played oh, well yeah. and won the match, Alois. Yeah, of course. Uh, Orlando Pirates played well. They're a strong team, you know. Uh, and uh, for me, I think, like you're saying, that they don't have a right to win every match. Yep. And then when they reshuffle, we're using the very same three. <laughs> what, what they're, they're blaming Mangolang Niti because he, the one was, he was demoted. demoted. Yeah, yeah think, so yeah. basically, they had, so these guys, they didn't play a part. Yeah, so yeah. What, what have they been doing if they were not playing a part in the defeat? Yeah. If they're not part, of, if Rulano was not part of this defeat, what has he been doing at the club? At the club, yeah. Why, what what is he, has he been doing? Is it, is it also admission, an admission, this reshuffle, uh, Chris, that perhaps it was a tenuous piece? It was also almost a case of uh, the Gaza or the West Bank, whereby <laughs> the Palestinians and the Israelis <laughs> have <laughs> declared a ceasefire uh, amongst these three, and it's working. But it's one of those pieces that that uh, could uh, easily break down, and now it seems like it's unraveling. It's it's, it's the unraveling. The there's no way you're gonna have, and I think potentially um, um, Niti is one of the more humble people in this the mm, triad. But when you take a look at just the amount of ego that they've got in this setup, I. I didn't see it working for this long even. Yeah. Clearly it's worked. I think everyone has somehow managed to make it work. But decisions like this, I think, put a sour taste in the mouth mm. and potentially could disrupt any sort of equilibrium that had been there. Mm. But I think, and as much as yes, we can talk about this decision being made um, because of the Orlando Pirates game, it takes away from the work that was done by the Orlando Pirates well, head coach. He, yes, yeah. The Orlando Pirates head coach put together a winning strategy against a team that for many teams was just a juggernaut. Yes, it's a cup competition, yep. but Orlando Pirates put three goals past them. Yeah. So let, let's also take a look at what was on the other side. Yeah, what 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 uh, what, uh, what what confuses me, Bay, is the same three have been reshuffled. So suddenly, the one who was calling the shots, so that, that's what it means that mm. someone was calling the shots. Yeah. Suddenly, he's not calling the shots, but sitting in the same changing room. Yeah. He, now he's it's, 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 it's created this potential. This Quiet and they've been rotated. And, uh, nah, no, there's man. potential for disharmony. Yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. potential for disharmony, especially with this move. I don't see this lasting, and I'm not being a prophet of doom. In the other semi final, Amazulu progressed uh, to the final of the MTN 8 for the first time since 1976. Yep, as they knocked out Kaiser Chiefs, the Amakosi, on the away goals rule after Sunday's second leg semi final in Durban ended in a goalless draw. Usutu uh, got the crucial away goal in a one all draw last weekend at this time. And this time, uh, managed to keep the Amakosi scoreless to advance. When I saw that one-all draw, I knew that there were going to be problems in the second leg. Let's go to France. Neymar, Mbappe, Kadewere, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. All right, so Paris Saint-Germain had denied that the alleged leaked details of 
Kylian Mbappé's uh, contract are true and are reportedly threatening legal action over the situation. A report from trusted French publication Le Parisien um, suggested that Mbappé could earn upwards of 630 million euro uh, from his contract with Paris Saint-Germain. The club has refuted the claims about the deal. The forward uh, unexpectedly signed in May and threatened legal action. Uh, football pundit Gabriel Macorti uh, says Kylian Mbappé's contract account uh, for a quarter accounts for a quarter of the club's budget. This is the first time that we've had uh, kind of a major French outlet come out and say, you know, these are the terms, right? Yeah. We've had L'Equipe come out and tell us it's not a three-year deal, even though he held up that stupid 2025 sign. Uh, it's a two-year deal with an option, um, was a player option, by the way, for, for, for the third year. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, according to Le Parisien, I think he represents uh, a quarter of the club's entire budget goes to pay for Mbappe. And bear in mind, they have some other highly paid players there, yeah, like yeah. Neymar yeah, and, couple, yeah. and Messi, <laughs> that, that, that Messi fella who also scored Friday night. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't understand the logic. I don't understand where they're going with it. Mm. Um, whatever. Z. Uh, okay, all right. Um, oh my God, are, are you feeling so, tired? Yeah, no, I'm fatigued. Uh, so, so guys. We, when we speak about Paris Saint-Germain, we're speaking about Kylian Mbappe more. They've got the greatest of all time amongst their ranks, yeah. Lionel Messi. And the, the headlines are being grabbed by Kylian Mbappe, not for his footballing exploits, but everything <laughs> but. Is he not just consuming all the oxygen in the room? He Chris? really is. He really is. Every time we talk about whether it's the French national team or PSG, if I had any sort of decision-making power at PSG, I would let this kid go. Yeah. Because what he's doing is he's pulling all of any kind of progress being made by PSG, whether it's in the Champions League or, well, we know they dominate the French League. But anything else around the club is being dominated by headlines around Kylian Mbappe, the amount of money he's he's making an absurd amount of money if these numbers are anything to go by, if they are true. So for me, just uh, it's too much. It's too much. I'm tired of the Mbappe headlines. (laughs) And we're tired of the Kylian Mbappe stories as well. Let's go to the Champions League. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba. My tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Tonight's matches in the Champions League Group E through to H Group E Red Bull Salzburg take on takes on Chelsea that match is currently on and nil all after 10 minutes uh, Dinamo Zagreb uh, versus AC Milan in Group F it's Celtic uh, versus Shakhtar Donetsk while Red uh, RB Leipzig takes on Real Madrid in Group G Sevilla takes on Copenhagen that match is on right now Dortmund takes on Manchester City in Group H it's Benfica versus Juventus a critical match and then Paris Saint-Germain host Maccabi Haifa now Juventus man Massimiliano Allegri says he has not given up on qualifying for the last 16 as his side visit Benfica in Group H. Allegri's side must beat Benfica and Paris Saint-Germain uh, to stand a chance of reaching the knockout stages but their fate is out of their hands as they sit five points behind those two teams who both still have to play bottom side Maccabi Haifa and Juventus have find themselves in a very very precarious and tricky position Alois uh, and although Max Allegri is talking tough it doesn't look like they're going to qualify qualify for the knockout stages at best they're going into the Europa League yeah uh, it's, it's, it's it's very sad and I, I also think that his job is not secure uh, to, to, to be honest uh, Andre Agnelli has his, his, his 
perfectly fine. He's safe. Oh, the, who said that? That's the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> the whistle is being blown right there. You see, yeah, but uh, but un- unfortunately, yes, I think uh, the best they can do is Europa. But uh, they they need to test it. Uh, bigger clubs. Barcelona went went down there. Went down there. Went, yeah, 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 Barcelona yeah, went down scrap, there. Yeah. So it's, it's learn, of, learn your lesson. Take your medicine. Yeah, yeah. Learn, learn, learn your lesson the hard way. Go there and test what it means to go down there. Yeah. So that next time you don't want to go back down there. And they, unless you're Arsenal, who are a permanent feature in in that. Uh, sorry, sure. Cheap shot. Cheap shot, Alice. Very cheap shot. <laughs> <laughs> and Manchester United also. We've been down yes, there. Yes, and Manchester United. We've been down there. We, we, went, we went down there and won it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. With Jose Mourinho, who you did fine. Benfica. They're playing a Benfica side that's got a better talent about them. This oh, is yeah. a team that. There's no gimme for Juventus yeah, here. And well. this, is, uh, this is a Benfica side that's playing well. It, it's definitely a Benfica side that's playing well. And it's not the sort of side you want to come up against when you when you're experiencing a slump in form this is the kind of side that will definitely put you to the sword if any of their past games are to you know inform yeah yeah certainly so benfica taking on juventus juventus with their backs against the wall and uh, not a position uh, they like to be in and uh, massimiliano allegri himself has uh, chopped and changed his formations and for me when a coach starts to do that he's looking for uh, something different that might give him a result and he uh, believes whatever he used to do isn't working anymore, Alice. Nah, it's not. It's not working and I actually think that Juve uh, really needs a rejuvenation in the technical department. I, I think I think he needs to put his hand up and say, you know what, let me just uh, let somebody else yeah. do. Not that he's a bad coach. No, no. But it's Masamba Asku 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 Sangana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not working. He's tried a 5-3-2 or a 3-5-2 formation that was against Empoli, which he used interchangeably. So uh, let's see what he goes with uh, today. Perhaps he could be, you know, look, uh, Unai Emery has uh, resurfaced at uh, Aston Villa coming from a Villarreal job where he was actually doing well at Villarreal but has gone across uh, to uh, Aston Villa uh, to try and re- rejuvenate <laughs> rejuvenate his English dream that didn't work out at Arsenal so uh, who knows Max Allegri could feature somewhere else and uh, actually do a good job but perhaps at Juventus it's gotten a little bit stale tomorrow we're back 5 after 6 we're out of time for today uh, until then may God wish you bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manande out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.